Welcome to the Frome Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric Frome and some encouragement on your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane, and I am super happy to have you for the very first episode of Frome Daily. Hello, welcome. So excited you're here. I have been anticipating the official launch of the podcast since November of 22. So today is super special, and I am really glad that it has finally arrived. Thank you again for being here, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This week, I want to share with you some of Fromm's ideas about our modern-day relationship with consumption and how it's affecting us. And my encouragement for this first week of the podcast is on the theme of radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. Have you ever heard that phrase before? Well, I'm really excited to explore it more with you. So um, I want to talk to you today about Frome and what he said about consumerism um, and how it's a compensation for our anxiety and depression. I might even call it uh, a, not even a compensation, I might call it a manifestation of our anxiety and depression, a way to cope with our anxiety and depression. Um, so I'm going to read, uh, to you from a book called the essential from that is a compilation of Eric from writings that was edited and put together by Rainier Funk, um, a little bit on the theme of this consumerism, um, finding out about what his thoughts were on our level of consumption. And then I'm going to comment as we go. All right, here we go. Man is in the process of becoming a homo consumens, a total consumer. This image of man almost has the character of a new religious vision in which heaven is just a big warehouse where everyone can buy something new every day. Indeed, where he can buy everything that he wants and even maybe a little more than his neighbor. This vision of the total consumer is indeed a new image of man that is conquering the world, quite regardless of differences of political organization and ideology. So I think uh, one thing that I would mention about this paragraph is Frome is is saying this is something, this um, obsession, I would say he, he would say, this obsession with consumerism and consuming is something that crosses political lines uh, I know in the U.S. today, it is a very contentious political climate um, and one in which uh, I think the one side believes the others, the, the worst and the evil and, and the root of all the problems. And um, that's unfortunate. Uh, but I, I think what he's trying to point out here is, as even regardless of the differences in ideology and political beliefs or categories, um, consumerism is something that is taking over, it's dominating, it's molding our, he would use the phrase social character, it's molding our way of being, it's molding who we are. Um, and if you think about what we consider to be like a good life, um, it's probably a life where you can just buy anything you want whenever you want it. And that's kind of, I think, the picture he's painting here. 
Um, and some people might say, well, well, what's wrong with that? I mean, what's wrong with wanting to be able to buy whatever you want whenever you want it? Uh, well, he's going to touch on that a little bit more in what I'm going to share with you today. Um, but I think one answer to that question is, if you think about how we lived for most of human history, before the onset of agriculture, before the onset of what you would call modern civilization, um, we didn't buy things. That wasn't part of our day-to-day -day life. Um, consuming wasn't our typical um, means of an interaction with each other. Uh, it was, it was. Frome would say us using our, um, our, our powers as human, our, our productive powers, our human productive powers, and interacting with each other. Um, and it was you know, wasn't anything really to consume. We were living hunter-gatherer lifestyles. We were sharing with each other. We were really the idea of property wasn't such a strong idea. It wasn't even an idea um, because everything was shared and everything was owned by all, um, if you even go with the word owned. So this is painting a stark picture to how we lived most of human history. Um, and so he's going to go on to tell us why this also could be a problem. He says, to begin with, I would like to describe this homo consumens as a psychological phenomenon, as a new type of social character, which has its own dynamic. This dynamic can be understood only in the sense of the Freudian character of character dynamic if one distinguishes between what a person is aware of and the unconscious forces that drive him. So he's saying we can't understand this dynamic unless we understand the reality of the fact that we are motivated by conscious and unconscious forces. Homo consumens is the person for whom everything becomes an object of consumption. So the humans, as we have, if as we evolve into this Homo consumens, he's saying. What's changed about us is we see everything as an opportunity to consume, to buy, to have, to bring into ourselves. Cigarettes, beer, liquor, books, love, sexuality, lectures, picture galleries, information, uh, college, university. I'm throwing these last ones in here. Um, it's not really about learning or the love of learning. It's about getting a title. So we can use that to make money or do something different as a means for consumption. There is nothing, he goes on to say, whatsoever that could not become an object of consumption for these persons. Even, even certain drugs from which one can derive immediate enlightenment are consumed. So the question arises, is not man by his nature someone who must consume in order to stay alive? So, well, wait, are you saying that we don't need to consume like we shouldn't consume? No, he's not saying that. He's saying, indeed, man must consume things. Just like any other living creature, we need that to survive. Yet the novel, he goes on to say, the novel phenomenon consists in the fact that a character structure develops for which even things that were acquired in an entirely different manner, i.e. the rich world of human invention and culture, become objects of consumption. From a psychological point of view, what does this manner of consumption consist in? And what does it compensate for? 
unconsciously, this new type of person is a passive, empty, anxious, isolated person for whom life has no meaning and who is profoundly alienated and bored. If one asks these people who are consuming liquor and travel vacations and books whether they feel unhappy or bored, and they answer, no, not at all. They are, we're completely happy. We go on trips, we drink, we eat, we buy more and more for ourselves. You aren't bored doing that. Consciously, then, these folks are not bored. At this point, one must indeed ask analytically whether it is possible that these people are perhaps unconsciously empty, bored, and alienated, and whether it is possible that they are passive people unconsciously. The eternal infant who does not wait, does not only wait for his bottle, but for whom everything is a bottle and who never develops an activity by his own powers. And I think even more so, I would point out here that he's saying that these folks are not even aware that they have their own uh, human powers, their own specific powers. Um, and that they're not utilizing them. They're not using them. What the, might those be, you may ask? Creativity. Um, there's, there's quite a few of them um, that uh, Frome mentions. And it's something that I'd like to do another um, Frome Daily episode on. Um, so he's saying that the type of person that consumes like this is a person who is passive, empty, anxious, isolated. And life has become something that's really not so meaningful and they're feeling profoundly alienated and bored. Now, I want to stop for a second and I want us to see because when we hear this and it hits our mind, we might be like, man, that's not true. I'm not, I'm not passive. I'm not empty. I'm not anxious. I'm not isolated. I'm not bored. But let's take a deeper thought and look at our lives and question whether we do feel anxious, we do feel empty, we do feel passive, we do feel isolated. I think um, that folks who live in the modern Western culture might say to you, I've got this underlying anxiety, I don't know where it's coming from. I just kind of feel down a lot of the time. I don't hang out with enough people. Like I want to spend more time with friends. I want to do more things with people. And I think if we look a little bit below the surface, we might see that from even writing this in the 50s was pretty right on when it comes to all this. Um, and also nailed it that we would say, no, 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 I'm fine. Yeah, I'm very happy. But in the reality, um, why are we acting in these compulsive ways um, if that's the case. So, you know, um, wanting to kind of throw that out to you today, um, you know, are we consuming in an extreme manner as a result of our level of anxiety? From is saying, yes, uh, we see everything as an object of consumption um, because we are alienated and bored and we link um, you know, our, our own powers and being in touch with our own powers is a is something that happens when we're able to be genuine and authentic in our lives. And that's not something that this uh, structure of this, this type of societal structure allows for us. I mean, it's something we'll talk more about um, in the future. As I wrap up, I want to um, leave you with some encouragement. Um, I wonder if you guys have ever had a day where you felt frustrated, 
where things, it's just like thing after thing after thing just doesn't go your way. It's like, man, dude, whatever I do, things are just going against me. I've definitely been there. I think most of us have. And I wonder, you know, what, why did we feel that way? It makes me wonder what, why did you feel that way? And it makes me wonder if it's because we were expecting things or wanting things to go a certain way for us and they didn't. And that was frustrating. That's, sucks you know it's like hey I, I gotta you know I want to be at this place at this time um I want to eat or I want to do this but I ran into this this and this issue that slowed me down um and, and it does suck but you know it's something that I've learned and as I've grown in doing therapy and learning more about who I am as an individual I've realized that really the question is is it realistic for me to expect things to go my way all the time, every single time something happens? Living, in, uh, living abroad has helped to teach me that, especially in Guatemala the first time. Like, uh, I remember getting a USB uh, internet uh, port that I plugged in the computer so that I could call home. And I plugged it in and it didn't work. And I was like, God damn it. Why doesn't this thing work? I just paid money for it. And it made me realize how much um, we are conditioned to expect that whatever we do, we pay the money for, we did the thing, we expect things to be exactly how we, you know, purchased them or wanted them to be. And that's not always realistic. It's not realistic, actually. However, in our fast paced, highly productive, um, highly controlling society, it feels like um, it's something that is doable, but in reality, it's not because we're not in control of everything. So the more I've learned to accept things um, and accept that things won't go my way all the time, I've been able to feel more at peace and I've been able to enjoy life more. And so I just want to encourage you today that you can accept things as they are. And uh, as a result, provide yourself with a higher quality of life. I just want to invite you today um, to give that a try. Uh, accept uh, the circumstances, however they fall in your life today, um, and trust that things will work out um, regardless, and um, see if that uh, comes to pass. I'm going to talk to you more about that um, this week. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out FromDaily.com. That's From with two M's. F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group, hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time live. Weekly Substack chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern are open to free and paid subscribers alike. Let's see each other there. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process, in the process of growth, and that's what counts. Yeah. I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.